On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, let's get back to high tide. Some weird stuff going on with the with the weather there this morning. Speaking of weird stuff with the weather, if you're heading out today, this is the way it's going to look. Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay, east to southeastly, about 10 knots, tending east to northeastly, 10 to 15 knots in the evening, seas below 0.5. And offshore, as Alan mentioned earlier, east to southeastly, 10 to 15 knots, tending east to northeasterly in the late afternoon. Seas below one metre, the first swell, southeastly, 1 to 1.5, tending southerly around a metre during the morning, then tending southeasterly, 1 to 1.5 around midday. The second swell southeasterly, 1 to 1.5 metres, decreasing to around about a metre in at midday. Partly cloudy is the general outlook, Mr Blake. That sounds about correct and about 26 degrees for Sydney. Let's go up to Tenterfield and see what the tiddler's up to. Stevie Bowler, Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year to you and the listeners as well. Welcome to 2024. You know, it's... Uh an exciting day here in Tennisfield. We've got a really nice windy uh, sort of uh, day. It's coming from the uh, east, sort of the northeasty sort of thing. And it's, for some reason, really, really cold. Really cold wind. Uh, you sort of more expect that from the, the south. But uh, today it's, it's cold and from the, from the northeast. So I uh, don't know what the, the story is there, but it's, it's freezing out there at the moment. So um, I'm sitting in the shop with, and trying to stay warm. Um, I've got a, a special visitor visiting us this weekend. We've got uh, Mr. Robert Brown, uh, former member of the Jews uh, Fishers Farmers uh, MLC, uh, came up and, and is staying with us for a few days. And uh, yeah, it's really nice to see him again. He's looking great. And I hope you've sold him plenty of stuff out of the shop. Uh, yeah, putting a bit of his stuff on consignment. He's sort of. Okay. Uh, Get, getting rid of a bit of uh, his stuff, which is really nice. He's got some really, really nice gear. So, um, yeah, I'm sort of in the process of going through some of that this morning and, and putting it up on the shelf. And Good to see. Yeah, I've been, been getting some interesting bits and pieces uh, coming in of late. You know, just things that are coming in from the cold that, you know, weren't ever registered back in the day and... Yeah, you know, now the owners are getting a bit old and, and so forth, and they're sort of thinking, "Oh, I better do something before I drop off the twig." You know, I'll, I'll you know get that registered or hand that in and so forth. Whereas, you know, if you hand it into the police, you don't get any money for it or anything. Whereas, if you hand I can it verify it, that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can register it. I can get it sorted. I can get it a new home. I can put it in on consignment for you. All that sort of thing. So. um Worth thinking about, you know, if no matter where you are in the state, if you've got something that you know you probably shouldn't have, maybe think about getting it to a gun dealer. There's an ongoing amnesty. There's no questions asked. You can, if you're licensed, you can get it put on your license if, it, if you know you're able to, to have that category of firearm. If not, you know, it just gets it back into white rather than staying grey or worse still, going black. You know, now, you don't accept forth. husbands, wives or children, do you? No, no, <laughs> just, you know, but uh, I can I license for everything else. So <laughs> any sort of prohibited weapon of any description I can take and most gun dealers can take. So okay. And it's, as I say, no, no questions asked. You don't have to go into a police station or anything. Just uh, have a, a chat with your uh, local dealer or... Um, okay. You know, it's just worth doing. For, yep. for a brand new year, you know, it's the sort of thing that you don't want to leave for your, your wife or your, your kids or grandkids to deal with yep. moving forward. Okay. You know, think, think about getting it sorted, you know, beginning of 2024, start off with a clean slate. Okay. Fishing report. Fishing reports. It has been really, really good over the uh, Christmas break. There's been a lot of fish being caught. Uh, I've had a few people come in and, and sort of see me and uh, let me know how things have, have been going. There's been plenty of yellow belly still. A uh, few cod starting to poke around. Uh, cicadas have sort of come out in force, particularly over on the coast. Uh, there's cicadas everywhere, which is really, really great. Uh, we've Speaking with uh, Chris at Suffolk Sports there at Lismore on Friday, I um, went down and saw him, and uh, he's 
doing exceptionally well uh, in terms of selling flathead lures and things like that, bass lures. The, the fishing's just been on fire. So it's been really, really good. Uh, conditions are great. We've had you know, absolutely the right amount of rain, not too much, not too little. But it's nice to be able to report that for, for a change rather than whinging, oh, we've got too much rain, oh, we've got too little rain. Uh, things are uh, pretty much spot on for, for this weekend, uh, with the exception of this wind. And it's it's a really strong wind, to be honest. Uh, it sort of surprised me getting up uh, this morning how strong it is already. So I don't know whether it's going to blow itself out this morning or whether it's going to uh, sort of ramp it up. It's, if it's ramping it up, that's a bit frightening because it's already pretty strong. So... Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. Uh, in terms of uh, other reports, uh, the, the lakes and so forth and, and dams have been going very, very well as well. Uh, there's plenty of water in those. Um, I haven't heard of, of uh, anything outlandish being caught uh, in terms of numbers, but the consistency has definitely been there. Yeah, so uh, Glenline in particular has been producing the goods uh, over the last, a couple of weeks, I think, just because the amount of people fishing it uh, with school holidays and so forth. So, yeah, all in all, it's, it's a very promising uh, sort of uh, summer. You know, we've only got a, a few weeks left of uh, of uh, school holidays, particularly for the Queensland kids. They're going back early. Uh, so, yeah, my two are, are sort of making the most of what they've got left and uh, we'll... Uh, See what uh, you know what comes of uh, that sort of late summer period, but at the moment things are just going great. Okay, that sounds good, Steve. Thank you for that. No drumming. We'll have a Talk chat to you tomorrow. And say hello to say hello to Brownie for us. Will do. He said to say hello to you guys, and um, yeah, as I say, doing really, really well. That's it's good. Great to see him and, and Louise. So yeah. Really okay. Nice. Thank yeah. you, Steve. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Stevie Bowler, there it is, 12 minutes after 5. On the other side of this, we're going to catch up with Salamander Bait and Tackle and see how things Baldry. are going up there. Baldrick, Baldrick. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish Kids than ever before who need your support. Wish Kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain, no stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbor Vitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbor Vitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300-310-503. Treat your taste buds with irresistible chocolates from the Byron Bay Chocolate Company. Oh, can I have one too? Yes, here's a moon macadamia. Mmm, thanks. Oh, yum. Australia's finest chocolate-coated fruit and nuts, locally sourced and imported from our perfect growing climate of the Byron Bay region and our beautiful hinterland. It's a little family company, big in chocolate, supplying the world. Can I have another?
another. Here, Chocolate Macadamia. Look out for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at Quality Independent Outlets. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMsupernetwork.com. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network... You're listening to High Tide. 16 minutes after, five time to head off to Salamander. Tough Salamander Bait Tackle, Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, Coles Express Service Station, Are you 498 207 You weren't going to get that in? Yes. <laughs> Baldrick, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Happy New Year to you all. Happy New Year. Same to you. Happy New Cheerful voices so early in the morning. Yeah, it's good to see you've been up since four o'clock too. I saw your post on Facebook. <laughs> well, look, the dog won't walk himself. Oh, and he, why and not? He starts knocking on the on the door. I know it's time to get up and take him for a walk. So uh, you got to get your priorities right, guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, the fishing around here has been absolutely amazing. Um, plenty of whiting coming off the beaches. Reports from all the local guys that fish there and a lot of our visitors that they're getting their bag limit of, of um, sand whiting and nice-sized fish. But in general, all around the bay, uh, plenty of uh, flathead, uh, some reports of some nice brim being taken and still catching ludric down the break wall. Good. Uh, and a few I, frogs I, about by the sounds of things. Sorry? Is there a few frogs about? <laughs> Frogs. Yeah, we can hear little noises in the background. No, that might be the the uh, Bomarie clicking over. Okay. Yeah, so no, no, no frogs. Oh, we'll go with the frogs. It sounds cooking, more cooking seafood at this time of the morning, are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right, mate. I've got fresh under river prawns here, and uh, I'll tell you what, they look that good. I might, I might cook a couple up. Uh, they, they're all good. So we've got plenty of fresh hunted river prawns and all the baits ready to go. We've just got to get the people in. So, But, listen, just a, a shout-out to a couple of young blokes out around Maitland um, have been catching European carp in Wallace Creek, which is which flows into the Hunter River um, just... Uh, in between Lawn and East Maitland is is Wallace Creek, and they've been doing their little bit for the environment. Uh, caught forty odd European carp yesterday, um, so that's a big shout out to um, Jackson and Marcus uh, who are doing their bit. I'll tell you what, they're great fertilizer. But uh, when I got the report yesterday, I thought, yeah, look. I grew up out west, and um, they've really decimated some parts of uh, those western rivers and everything like that. Uh, And they're um, vulnerable in Europe, where they came from. They introduced them into Australia 100 years ago, but I was just having a little read, and they're saying that in some parts of Europe they're a vulnerable vulnerable species. Uh, (laughs) I wish we could say the same here. However, they managed to, to can't, wrangle that in. Can't we send a couple of hundred tons over there? Oh, we certainly could, but why not? Oh, we... why use them, just use them for fertilizer, mate. Don't you? Bury them underneath a uh, tomato plant, and you'll get the best tomatoes ever. Good yeah. tip. Uh, but look, people eat them. I've never been quite uh, that hungry, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, do, they do eat them. <laughs> so, who's tasted? Yeah. Who's tasted one? Have you, Blake? Have you tasted one? No, no, no. no Have you tasted no. one time? Yeah, look, I've heard a lot of people eat them. Now, a lot, some people mince them and make them into um, fish, fish cakes. Cake. Yeah. Fish cakes. Uh, but then again, people eat salmon. 
off the beach this year. <laughs> <laughs> and they Maybe make them little, into fish cake as well. A little bit fussy, eh? Yeah. Well, I have never been hungry enough. <laughs> yeah. But look, all in all, the fishing around here is absolutely cracking on. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, what more can you say? Too true. Too true. Yeah. Mm. So okay. how did you guys put in your um, New Year quietly, I hope? Yeah, Grant was boating. I had a quiet one. Kieran was just swanning around in uh, sunny Queensland. Yeah. Swanning. Swanning, swanning. Yeah. It's, um, I thought he might have said swimming around in sunny Queensland. <laughs> no, <laughs> not far off. Oh, he's swanning not around. He was with Yvonne Swancott up there. Yeah, we could do with a drop of rain here, but not not what they've got up there. I feel pretty sorry for them. My yeah. sister-in-law lives on the Gold Coast, and they hadn't had power for about seven or eight days. They got it on yesterday, so um, pretty devastating, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yep. So, but on that note, the fish are cracking on here. Um, the boys are out early. Uh, as Martin and Peter all were, were gone at three thirty this morning, so they'll have a. They should have a good morning down there. I've got one quick question for you. What's been the uh, overall the better bait? Look. Beach worms by far. Um, a lot of people prefer the live beach worms. Me personally, I prefer to use br- the brine worms. They're less temperamental. You can pull one out and it's not going to break up on you. It's consistent all the way through. Yep. And look, they both catch fish. There's just some people have, have a preference to use the live live beach worms as i said my preference is the brine ones over the live ones that's what i prefer to use and you'll catch as many fish on those as you will on the live ones uh, my son who i go fishing with down the beach regularly he prefers live ones and i fish beside him with the brine ones and i'd, I'd go as far as saying that we've caught equal amount of fish or he sometimes he catch more sometimes i'll catch more but they all, wait. They, they all work, mate. Okay. No worries. Okay. Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle, Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, Coles Express Service Station, 498 207 Yeah, you got it all. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. <laughs> it is 23 minutes after five on the other side of this. We're going to catch up with Peter Johnson and see how his Christmas went and, more importantly, what's been happening fishing-wise. Talk overnight. Princess Mary, soon to become Queen Mary, born in Hobart and now to become a, a queen. First time an Australian born to become a royal. I think it's a, it's a fantastic story. This is 2SM. Well, as the world's growing more aggressive in the way it is, I think we've got to keep an eye on our own. I mean, you want to be an Aussie, mate? You've got to be an Aussie. People come here and they usually renounce their country because they want a better life. Why would you have two citizenships? Talk overnight on 2SM. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? With the biggest names and the best prices, you'll want to shop until you drop. Peters of Kensington has become a Sydney institution now with additional locations at Barangaroo, Birkenhead Point and Alexandria. Peters of Kensington remains what it always has been, a family-owned and operated Australian company. Visit Peters of Kensington for the best quality homewares, luggage and dinner sets at amazing prices. Peters of Kensington, why in the world would you shop anywhere else? The Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on now. Enjoy a brilliant $2,000 factory bonus on selected Santa Fe and Palisade, plus a great $1,500 factory bonus on the Tucson SUV. Experience our most innovative SUVs, packed with smart sense safety, advanced technology and intuitive design. Hurry, limited time only. Offer on select stock and not applicable on every model. T's and C's apply. Visit your local showroom today. Imagine that. Hyundai. 
For those high-rise and difficult-access painting jobs, Skyhook Painting is the answer. Instead of using costly and unsightly scaffolding, Skyhook's expert tradesmen will abseil down your building, preparing and painting the surface as they go. So if you've got a high-rise or difficult-access painting job, get in touch with Skyhook Painting. Go to skyhookpainting.com.au or phone 0449 849 949 This is 2SM Sydney On 2SM and the Super Radio Network You're listening to High Tide You certainly are. It's 26 minutes after five. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. Now, a bit of a change this season. We've got... uh, John Caracasanis and Tony Caracasanis, the Casanis family aren't going to be with us anymore. Mr. Carrots has retired, so we're going to have to rely on Kieran's tips later on in the day, which could be very, very stressful. Al? Okay, let's talk to Peter Johnson. Morning, PJ. Good morning, Al. Good morning, Kieran. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, everybody. And Happy New Year to you all. <laughs> Happy New Year Thank to you. you. Yeah, it's been, been great. I tell you what, what a great way to start New Year. The fishing, and at times, has been sublime. The uh, the offshore up here, Al, is has been really, really good. Um, you go from some days that it's great to some days it's been excellent, and then you might get a couple of days of shut down, but then the next day offshore. Is great. Like there's dolphin fish being caught out at the Crowdy Fad and wider grounds. Some of them are up to 1.5 metres long. That is that is ridiculous. That's they're huge fish, um, and they're taking skirts and they're also taking trolled lures, um, trolled bibless uh, minnows. Um, but they're also taking uh, if you can get out to the Fad um, with some small liveys, some small slimies, or some small yakas, you're going to do really really well on them. Um, they're not that, uh, how would I say, consistent. Like they might be there two days out of three and then the third day you might have to go and search for them somewhere else. Um, you go a bit further north out uh, off Lauriton to the trap grounds, you'll find them around the trap floats there. Um, but like I said, expect some bruises. Uh, it's it's not uncommon to uh, to get all fish over a metre and then um, – the other, the other hand, the the third day that you can't find them, you might find smaller fish around a half metre long. But there, there's been so many good fish taken. Some of the bulls, you could use their heads as a 90-degree um, <laughs> square. <laughs> they, they, that, that's solid. Um, the the bottom fishing, um, what can I say? It's... Well, as you guys probably saw, the trag, like we found the trag in numbers and, you know, like we've had some beautiful catches of trag and pearl perch up here. Um, if you want to just go out there just for a lazy couple of hours and uh, drift around on some of the marks, all you got to do is just find a good showing of bait and drop down there. Um, fillies and, and strip baits have been the best. Um, the trag have just been smashing them with the, the patternoster rig and uh, two hooks in your patternoster rig. The bag limit of five. You're going to be on. You're going to be there and out in no time. So once you find the really big balls of bait, and I'm talking bait balls that are probably 20 to 25 meters from top to the bottom, you'll find the trag underneath those. And most of the grounds in 90 to 120 feet of water um, are, are showing most of those schools. Um, the pearlies, man, some of the pearlies that have been caught by uh, some of the visitors up here, but two and a half kilos, some of them, that, that's a great pearly. Um, uh, even, even even the um, the old school flathead bashes that just go out and drift to deep water grounds for the flathead, they're just getting great catches. And some of these um, marbleys and, and, and eastern blue spot flathead, they're, they're going to a, two and a quarter kilo. And that's, a, you know, you start pulling two of those together out of 180 foot of water, you know you've got a couple of fish on. But it's been really good. The holiday anglers are just absolutely smashing it. And I, I, I know I sort of go against my own um, judgment um, 
I don't normally go out in the holiday season, but the fishing's just been that good that uh, you got to get out there and do it. And someone um, said to me, what are you doing out there? And I said, oh, I couldn't resist it. The fishing was that good. We had to go. And the, um, the, the, the snapper, though, yeah, look, one day they, you find them and the next day you don't. So they're probably a little bit disappointing. Um, there's been uh, no dramatic fish caught, but there's plenty of plate-sized fish to be had. The river, well, yeah, the river, what can I say? Whiting, 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 flathead, flathead, whiting, whiting. Um, if you want to chase those two fish, uh, all you need to do is find some uh, nippers, pump the nippers, uh, fish the, uh, the the shallow sand flats on the running tide and you're just going to nail the whiting. And it doesn't matter. You can be in the Manning, you can be in Wallace Lakes, you can be up there in uh, in uh, Dunbogan, all those all those uh, estuaries are the same. And then a running up tide, start uh, throwing soft plastics towards the bank on the shallower margins and then um, throw your baits or your soft plastics or, or your hard bodies and just spin those sand banks and mud flats on a running up tide and you're going to find flathead and Man, like, who doesn't like a bag of dusky flathead for tea? I mean, beer-battered flathead fillets for dinner. It doesn't get much better than that when they're fresh. Um, and if you put a few whiting fillets with it or support the local industry and go and buy some some lovely oysters. I mean, Bain, the oysters we've got from Bain's Oysters out at Manning Point L, man, like, they're so rich and they're so fat and they're so creamy. You, you have a dozen oysters for an entree and then you have some beer-battered flattered fillets and a nice salad and a nice white wine or a cold beer and you've got got it made that way. What do you reckon? I need to sleep after that. <laughs> <laughs> but you will do because it's a pretty big gut slog when you have two dozen oysters and a bowl of, of flattered fillets, yeah. But it's, it's, it's just been going really well. Um, crabbing's been – I don't know what's going on. Um, the upper reaches are fishing really well, and um, I think I was saying before uh, Christmas there, the crabs were moving around the river, but um, the octopus, man, I tell you what, um, yeah, it's pretty hard to uh, pull a, a, a crab trap up at the moment without getting an octopus. Okay. Excuse me. The, um, okay. the, the, the good thing about it is the ockies have got heads the size of um, – Softballs. So, you know, you're getting a decent octopus. So, um, you know, slow braised octopus and red wine sauce. Man, oh, man, that's been <laughs> uh, probably two kilos heavier now the way we've been eating out of the river. It's a good bycatch, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's, it's a veritable bountiful feast up here at the moment. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen it so good, to be honest. Like, as far as your choice of... Fishing offshore, fishing the river, even the beach. Like the beach has got whiting, they've got dart, they've got uh, mulloway. Uh, there's been the odd tailor around. And um, as you've probably heard, um, we've had a few sharks up here. There was a young fella bitten right here at, in front of the surf club on Christmas Day. Uh, he got um, he got his uh, thigh uh, chomped by a three metre white, and uh, could have been a lot worse because the when it bit down on him, it bit down right where the uh, surfboard fin was and it would have put the uh, fin of the surfboard onto its tongue. So that probably released him. And he's got a nice little puncture mark there to, uh, to, to show the girls, you know, as they say, chicks, uh, chicks love the stitches. So he, uh, he's, he's got these uh, puncture marks there. But um, that was after a little bit of rain too and the running out tide was bringing dirty water down across the bombies out the front. So, you know, probably not the best time to go surfing when there's dirty water, but yeah. um, a very lucky, very lucky young man. But um, two days later I got four sharks off the beach in the evening, so um, that just tells you there's plenty around. What type? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got uh, little bull sharks. We had black tip. Whalers, we had bronze whalers, and then you get your regular things like your uh, shovel nose sharks and your eagle rays. But uh, we've had plenty of activity on the beach. Um, the Jews haven't been big. Six kilos pulls up the biggest one we've had. Um, I haven't heard of any big ones around. And uh, if uh, some of the local, other locals are getting bigger ones, they're certainly being tight-lipped. They're being as tight-lipped as the mussels at the moment that are clinging to the rocks. Apart from that, the fishing, man, what can I say? Yeah, just get up here and get some fish. 
Sounds like fun to me. Okay. And unfortunately, with the um, with the plethora of fish, uh, you get some grubby little fish thieves. Um, if you've got crab gear, you've got to sit on it. you basically got to be looking at your floats in the nearby vicinity. Um, I know down in saltwater overnight there's a, a certain crew getting around um, in a tinny with a spotlight looking for crab floats and they're pulling the gear oh, at yeah. night. I'm sure the locals will look after them. Um, but they're the real locals, mate. Oh, are they? Okay. Mm, they're beer and pie people. So uh-huh. they're, um, yeah. Um, and also running, um, you know, 100 metres a net. Yeah. To, to feed, the, feed the clan. But, um, yeah. you know, that's tradi- traditional methods they're allowed to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. But, um, yeah, so it, down at Foster, um, Everybody's saying, oh, I lost my gear, lost my gear. Just don't leave it out overnight. Don't leave no. unattended gear. Sit on your sit on your floats, take them home with you because you won't be taking them home at all if you yeah. don't. Okay. But, um, you know, every little bit of uh, sunshine is a little grey cloud around it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And what have you guys been up to? Had a quiet one, didn't do anything. Well, as you know, PJ, I went away and uh, did a bit of fishing and had an absolute ball. There was a, about a 45-minute period on Christmas Eve where uh, just on sunset. And, look, they're all throwbacks, uh, but there were a, a plethora of – I mean, literally, uh, I was given the tip, PJ, to not run a sinker, just put uh, the hook down and put one prawn on and just let it float down and there's no way – the prawn was making it to the bottom before whack, and it was just one yeah, after the yep. other. It was so much fun. Yeah, see, that we always say fish as light as you can get away with. Yeah, and it sounds like you were getting as light as you can get. And uh, yeah, well, hey, listen, you don't have to have a legal fish to make it a good session. Oh, you know, no. like, it, it was just... all about the sport. You know, I caught two legal ones, but I ended up chucking them back because our fridge was full, and what was the point? You know, but. Honestly, it was just one after the other. It was just nonstop. It was just so much fun. Yeah, and with Graham Nods be waiting there to compete against each other, and they push each other out of the way to get to the bait, and they'll smash that bait so no one else gets it. In fairness, I did catch the one fish twice. Uh, then I had a good chat to him and said, listen, you're just not getting it, are you? And let him, <laughs> let him free, and he didn't come back. So the, the little chat worked. Oh, that's like, yeah, you're not coming here for the fishing, are you, Fred, Joe? Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> and how did the lovely Kim enjoy the sale, mate? It looked pretty good from what you put up. Yeah, the one thing on video, you just don't get the idea of how big the waves were. Um, she was fine. She wasn't seasick. Uh, but the the boat was moving around a hell of a lot, and I don't think I was number one on her uh, fan list by the end of the trip. But I did warn her. I said, look, we can wait till the Saturday. But anyway, that's a whole other story. We got there safe and everything was great. Yeah, but you, you can't control the weather. That's the one thing you can't control. you just got to go with it. Oh, but we did know it was going to be blowing 25 to 35, well, 35 gusts and 3.5 metre swells. But coming in from two directions, so the boat was moving around a hell of a lot. I don't blame her for sitting down and staying put. Yeah. Well, the thing about a sailboat is you've got to get it out there in the wind, isn't there? Too true. Too true. And, and uh, they say uh, the boat's it's the boat's safest when it's in the harbour, but, you know, like you didn't buy it to sit there in the harbour, did you? No, that's it. Get out and enjoy it. And we certainly did that. It was a great Christmas. Oh, well, there you go. Job done. Okay. Okay, PJ, thank you for that. No worries. Have a chat to you tomorrow. Yeah, what do you want to do tomorrow? Get an update. What's going on? You're going to go catch some fish today. Uh, well, I might not be, but I know some people that will be. Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> okay, no worries. Okay, thanks, Pete. I'll be tomorrow. Bye-bye. Okay, that was Peter Johnson. We're going to catch up with uh, Marie Rescue in a few moments' time, but before we do, we're, Kieran, we're going to introduce her. Well, it's, it's not so much a new segment because we did it sporadically uh, throughout last year. But yeah. We want to make that a bit of a feature for those that are, you know, have a boat and might be looking for a little well, bit of technical uh, advice. We've got a technical guru with us, Mr. Blake. 
pressure is on. No, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Never any pressure. Uh, as long as you don't ask hard questions. I just I thought uh, holiday time, people are going away, they're travelling a lot with their boats, and especially if you're new to boating. The, uh, we get a lot of people that in new boating and things like that will go away and they'll tow their boat, trailer boat, with a bimini or a canopy, and they'll leave the canopy up with a bimini up, and they'll make a mess of it. As you found out, you trashed one on, on your week away. Uh, the boats, I, didn't, I, didn't, I just want to point out, I didn't hit anything, though. It no, was the no, wind that did the, that. But the wind does it. But when you're tr- if you've got a boat that's yeah. designed and it'll do, say, 30 knots or, or 60 kilometres an hour even type of thing, when you put it behind the car and you're travelling down the motorway going somewhere and you're doing 90 kilometres an hour, then you've got 30 kilometres an hour of headwind. It's doing 120 kilometres an hour. Yeah. And they're not designed for that. And what happens is it just flaps itself a bit or tears yeah. it out. And the canopy maker, Bobby uh, Casey, used to say, the boat won't do that speed and neither will the canopy. Because uh, he'd get people come in, they've done thousands of dollars. They're not stitched like that. That's right. No, well, they're not designed yeah, for that. They've got tech screws in them holding them in. So if you've got canopies and biminis, unless it's an all-over cover that's designed for towing, fold it down and put it away before you travel somewhere. It's just not worth the grief because, as I said, you do thousands of dollars worth of damage. Worst case scenario, it can come off the boat and catch another car. That's even worse. And blind you. That's right. You go across the next car That's over right. the windscreen yeah. and blind so the driver. So get in the habit of pulling them down or if it's a bimini, put it into a sock. If you haven't got a sock, get a sock for it. It's just a much safe. What are you laughing for, Grasshopper? I, I think it was PJ. I don't know. I'm so glad we introduced this segment because uh, – I've got. I need both my Bimini and my Dodger replaced, and there's a, a massive queue in Pitwater to get it done. And I think it was PJ that suggested should talk to Al. He's got a mobile guy that comes around. <laughs> and it's the first subject you picked up. I thought that's a great reminder. We need to chat. We need They're to few chat. and far between good canopy makers. They are. Yeah. They are. Yeah, we got a, another issue there too. We're talking about holiday people. Yes. A lot of people go and hire boat. Yes. Now, is there anything they really need to look for if they're going to hire a boat, if, they, if they're not real boating? First thing is listen to the instructions when they're telling you what's going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't say, I oh, know that, there's no problems, because every boat is different. And it's worthwhile. Like, I went and did a bear boat charter in November up at uh, Early Beach. So I, I sat through, it was supposed to be a five-hour induction. I got through it in three and a half hours. And, uh, Crawler. Hey, no, 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 because I, I knew a lot of the stuff he was talking about, and he picked up on that in the end type of thing. But there's a few things I picked up as well, so it doesn't hurt because every boat is different. Yeah. So if they're explaining it to you, they say, oh, I know boats. Um, listen, that's... Yeah, but you, you don't know this boat, Sonny, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. definitely worth the effort. And hiring boats a great way to get into it. You can go and rent my boat. There's all sorts of different things you can do mm. if you're not sure and you don't want to outlay the money. Just go and hire one, but listen to the instructions and what's going on. And slow down. 17 minutes away from six on the other side of this break. We're going to catch up with uh, Rodney Page from Marine Rescue. G'day, Australia. Glenn McGrath here. No one should go through breast cancer without care. That's why every virtual pink seat you buy during the NRMA Insurance Pink Test helps ensure that people with breast cancer can access the support of a McGrath breast care nurse for free. Help the McGrath Foundation reach our goal of 250 McGrath breast care nurses this year. Unite in pink and buy your virtual pink seat at pinktest.com.au. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 66 71 359. Conferences 
Vegas in corporate golf days that will really impress your guests are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Not one, not two, but three functional conference spaces and a contemporary clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green. Make Twin Creeks your ideal conference or corporate golf day venue. To find out more, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful Function staff on 9670 Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg ginger beer is a true blue brew. A quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger. And a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew. Bundaberg ginger beer. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance this is right for you. 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, you're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au. It is 13 minutes away from 6. Uh, do you know it's only 85 days to Easter? <laughs> the hot cross buns are already in coals. And, and they are, they are there. They're, on Christmas Day, they were there. Oh, dear. Okay, let's go to the Marine Rescue Spot. Uh, Mid-North Coast uh, Inspector Rodney Page. Morning, Rodney. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you two guys. Have a good one, I hope. That's good. Now, what's happening down the South Coast? Uh, there's been a lot of things going on down there. Wild, disentangled. Yeah, that's right, mate. Um, we uh, we assist that is Marine Rescue New South Wales uh, assist National Parks and Wildlife in um, freeing whales. So they've got the crew, we've got the boats, and um, what's happened is very late in the season. We had a rare humpback was hanging around Batemans Bay this time of the year. It's very late, and two crews from uh, the um, Marine Rescue Batemans Bay were called to provide assistance to the National Parks and Wildlife. Disentanglement team. They that... used uh, Baden's Bay two zero. They tracked the humpback near the Tollgate Islands, north of uh, north, until the specialists um, could begin their entanglement operations off Baden's Bay thirty. And they tra- that transported the team out there. What, what was he entangled up in? Might have been entangled for some time. Yeah, what was he tangled up in? Um, Trapped. Fishing traps. Fishing traps, yeah. And mostly it, it's usually the way. And, um, and of course, you know, the, 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 you know the, the, we work with national parks that are able to, um, to do that. It's a fantastic service. And, and Rodney, you animals. mentioned that, that, that the whale had been caught up for a while, and it took quite a while to disentangle that whale, too. Was, that, was it about a two-day two day job? Um, well, it can take a couple of days. About two hours once they got in the water... But tracking the whale and getting back onto it uh, in time, yeah, it took about two days before they could uh, zero in and get close enough to do the job. It would have been a uh, a lot of patting on the back and cheers when they finally got it free, though. That would have been a great feeling for them. Oh, I bet it is. I bet it is. Um, it's, it's a pretty dicey effort to, um, to jump in and get close to whales like that. One slap of the tail and it's all over. So um, certainly... Um, uh, a lot of um, congratulation goes on at the end when you can get away with that and not get hurt. Okay, now, with all the rain they've had up north, uh, has that changed things up there or is there issues around that? Yeah, there is. Um, look, we got, we warned a lot of boaters about this, that, um, you know, when, when the waters rush really fast, um, they bring a lot of debris in with it and can be quite damaging to swimmers and boaters. Just recently... Um, Marine Rescue Point Danger and other emergency services assisted a houseboat that um, broke its mooring and drifted down and was in 
at risk of running into the condom bridge. So um, it was lucky that the guys got together and managed to get that houseboat back on um, back onto a, uh, a good anchor. So it's, it's very dangerous when the water moves fast. Um, sometimes, especially something like houseboat, they don't just don't have the power to drive against it. They can get carried away pretty easily. There's some great vision on social media yeah. of that exercise too. Wow, the the current yeah. was flowing at a million miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. So the best advice is that we give is you know, to try to avoid going out on the rivers, creeks, or estuaries on the lakes after a substantial fall. Give it a day or two to calm down and for the debris to get washed out. And the, the water also is not particularly clean, as I'm sure you can imagine. So swimming is um, something you might want to hold off on. You're advised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So anybody that hasn't got their New Year's resolutions sorted out, I'm sure Marine Rescue have got a couple of tips that might be able to help them out. Yes, come and volunteer with Marine Rescue. <laughs> uh, we've got over 46 units from the Tweed in the north to uh, Eden in the south, the Alpine Lakes, and on the Murray River at Moama. There's a variety of roles like radio operators, vessel crew, rescue watercraft operators, that's jet skis for you, uh, fundraising and unit PR and no experience needed. We do all in-house training, ASQA recognised training in everything we do. The Terrigal unit on the Central Coast is keen to recruit people, like all our units are. And in the operations, uh, while down in the south at Keola, they're looking for a treasurer. So if you're keen to get involved in volunteering, if you're having a love of the water, which is an added bonus, so check our website, Marine Rescue New South Wales or nsw.com.au and search for your local unit. You can put um, express your interest there or you catch us up on Google, Facebook, inquiries um, about becoming a Marine Rescue member. We currently have over 3,330 volunteers across the state dedicated to our mission of saving lives on the water. I don't think they could go far wrong by coming up your way and uh, working under you. You've got a pretty good area that you're covering. Oh, it's a beautiful spot up here. We always claim uh, that we're in God's country, but everyone says that. But truth is, it's uh, it's good volunteering up here in Port Macquarie, <coughs> Southwest Rocks, Coffs Harbour. They're all great towns to be living in, like Foster as well and Crady Harrington. And the teams are good. They're like family. Everyone supports each other. And then we go out and support the boats when we need to. Good fishing okay. those areas you just nominated too, and I yeah. do. And I have been informed as of Wednesday, there are a lot of lobsters caught in those areas you just mentioned. Oh, really? I used to do a lobster fishing in South Australia many moons ago. There you go. Good, good yep. fishing. Come on up. Come fishing. Be careful. Be safe. <laughs> Put your life jacket on. Log on with Marine Rescue and uh, enjoy the water like your life depends on it. There you go. Rodney, thank you very much for your time this morning. Much appreciated. Uh, good on you guys. Doing a okay. great job. See you Rodney soon. Page, who's uh, North Coast Inspector for Marine Rescue. Quite a nice fellow, by the Yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be a lot of fun to work uh, around him, I would dare say. Kieran, you've got some fish reports. I can tell you, uh, I spoke to the boys. I spoke to Josh, actually, at the Fishing Tackle Australia, 144, the Pacific Highway, Coffs Harbour. You can't miss the great big blue building. And again, the current is a little bit strong up there, but he said there's been a good run of Wahoo, the marlin, plenty of stripes and blue marlin about. The dolphin fish are around the traps. The boys, the fads. There's been some kingies out wide as well. In close, anywhere from 30 to 100 metre mark, you'll pick up snapper, pearl perch and Venus tuskfish. Around the island, the kingies are there. Norwest corners have been the go. The lighthouse, good run of the kingies there and uh, medium to large. The beaches, whiting, dart, brim uh, and jewfish. Not a lot of jewies, but there's been... Good catches of metre plus. Around the rocks, you'll pick up brim, blackfish, drummer. Uh, the rivers, Yurunga and Belagin will be the better ones. And excellent catches of whiting, mangrove jack, flathead, brim. Upstream, good runner, bass. Plenty of cicadas about. How long is a cicada in the ground? Seven years. Seventeen. Yeah. Look it up. 
He was pretty confident in that answer. What he yeah, threw was, it at you, mate. Yeah, that's was, why I threw it in. I thought that was seven years. No, I looked. At, <laughs> I read the question the other wanna, day. We don't want to. We don't want to quiz. <laughs> but we don't want to catch the carters. You need the cicada to catch the bass. Oh, okay. Okay. In the Marina, Coffs Harbour, Marina, Blackfish and Brim. In the harbour up there, Excuse a great me. run of whiting. Excuse, Excuse me. How long do cicadas live? <laughs> cicadas seven spend days. Most, most of their life underground. It has been suggested that some of the large common Australian species of cicada may live underground as nymphs for around six to seven years. Okay. Well, the, uh, the man who wrote the quiz... I've got the oh, we'll blame him. It was an overseas. Yeah, blame yeah. someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll blame Eddie Maguire. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> that other guy from one of the other shows. Uh, Captain Dam has been good. Yellow Belly and Cod Court Pindari, very similar. Uh, this weekend up there, Port Macquarie is the Golden Lua. That, that started. Golden Lua, that's right. They mentioned that before in the, in the thing. That's 17 years, I think. That's the locust in America. In Kentucky, so you're obviously watching an American show. No, 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 it's in the paper. I'll come Oh, it yeah, well, it's, it's right. I got the quiz in the car. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up, I'll show you. Right, how are we going for time? Oh, good, we've got a minute. <laughs> but, <laughs> got, you, got seven no, just years. keep fighting for another minute, it's great <laughs> no, entertainment, no, 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 it's always general. <laughs> always knew it was seven years. Yeah. Used to be a cicada expert when I was yeah. a kid. Used to take the school I gotta get it boxes. right. If I don't get it right, somebody will ring Cherry in and nose tell me. and black prints and green grocers and <laughs> that's it. I was That's out it. on the balcony uh, the other night. One flew straight into my forehead. Bang! Boom! Onto the ground. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> nice of you to join us. And the noise they make is the male looking for the mate. The Ooh. females don't make any noise. Yes. That's unusual. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone would like to, if anyone would like to complain, Alan Blake at four five double seven double six double nine. Give him a call. Another hour of the program coming your way very shortly. We're going to catch up with Mark Benaziak, but time to update you with the latest news on the Super Radio Network. Two SM has Sydney talking. You used to be paying six hundred dollars a quarter for electricity. Now they're paying at twelve hundred. At the bottom line, when you line up at the checkout, what you are living on—that's where it's still really hurting us. Small minorities are getting in there who have an agenda to push because we are quiet. And when I say we, I mean the majority. Then we have to accept it. The minority blokes are out there jumping up and down in the street. That's why they're getting things through that they shouldn't be getting through. Summer mornings with Dave Cochran. Who? Am I?